All right, here he is from Soil, Tim King. Tim, what's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Yeah, you're also uh, a fellow uh, crew head like myself, I know. Uh, so before we jump into all the uh, stuff going on with Soil, I do want to ask, because I know you are such a hardcore fan, uh, what, what do you think of uh, Mick Mars no longer being in Motley? It's It's been... The crew journey has been very tough for me, considering they've been my favorite band since I've been 11 years old. And uh, Shot at the Devil, I actually heard right when it came out. A buddy of mine borrowed the tape from his brother, and we were listening to it on the playground. And That's been my favorite album of all time for my entire the rest of my life. And uh, that's been my favorite band ever since then. Like, I've never strayed. I've always been a Motley Crue fan. And, you know, when I saw them go on the end tour, and all they said about, you know, this is it. We're not going to be like other bands and come back. We're, I mean, they really, really ingrained it in our heads that they were doing the last tour. They're going to go out on a high note. And I went to a ton of the shows, as we all did. And they they went out on a perfectly high note. You know, it was, it was great. And then, uh, then to see them come back, I was a little disappointed because I'm kind of like, huh, you know, they made that <laughs> promise. But at least it's the original four. And then... And they do this to McMars, and it, I don't know. It just keeps kind of, it just keeps kind of stabbing me. You know, I, I feel feel really bad for Mick, and I just I don't know. I if I was in their shoes and I could you know hear the real stories for everything and why they wanted to do it, maybe I'd feel a little different. But as a diehard Motley fan, I can't feel or I can't help but to feel a little slighted by it all. You know, uh, not to say that I'm going to go out and denounce my loyalty to motley crew or anything but it's just it stings a little bit how, how do you feel about it you know i uh i mean I, I, i'm quite a bit younger than you so my you know i wasn't even born when shout at the devil came out but uh i mean they, they've been my favorite band since i was since i was a kid and you know it's a little bit of a bummer i mean i love mick i think when you look at all of the guitar great guitarists of the 80s i think he's very very overlooked uh, and he just kind of had that, you know, that cool, uh, mysterious sort of vibe, especially in, in the latter years in the band. And, yeah, it was very disappointing, uh, the, the, the big deal with the contract and all that. I did go to the stadium tour twice. It was great. And, you know, I think John Five is a phenomenal player. I even went down to uh, Atlantic City for their first show with him. And, you know, it's it's cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not the same. This last tour they did uh, with the – first like full tour with john five was the first time i skipped motley uh coming to ohio and and probably about 15 years so not to say i won't go see him again but uh it's definitely a bummer but i am looking forward to mix uh solo album which i think comes out on friday so at least there's uh you know there's that which has been in the making for god only knows how long yeah i mean his solo stuff is fantastic and you, you are right about john five i mean we uh we actually wrote a song uh, with John Five called Wasted, that's on the uh, Soil Picture Perfect record. Oh, no kidding! And he's just a yeah, he's a phenomenal player and he's a phenomenal human being. I mean, he's just the nicest guy you'd ever meet in in the world. And you know, if if uh, you know replace McMars, I am glad that it's that it's him. It's 100%. just it's tough because you know Mick Mick never missed a show. It's like Mick and Nikki were the two that never missed a Motley Crue show ever. You know, Vince Neal went, came and left for a minute. Tommy Lee came and left for a minute. Tommy Lee had fill-ins when he got hurt. But the two that never missed a, a Motley Crue note or a song were Nikki Six and, and Mick Mars. And, you know, 
I, we've another one's bitten the dust in the crew camp, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, so okay. we'll we'll see what happens. You know, I'm kind of interested to see how it all plays out. I still have to see. I still haven't seen them with John Five. I'm a little bit interested to 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 see it when the time does come. So we'll see. You know, it was funny. The uh, the the biggest thing I noticed when I saw them with John Five is that uh, there's a lot more like chugging in Motley Crue now. You know, which is uh, oh yeah, which is a weird thing. But uh, no, it's uh, you know, it's cool, man. But uh, yeah, I know we're we're uh, short on time here, so let's jump into uh, some soil stuff. Obviously, you got the uh, back to the 2000s tour coming up with. The Union Underground, Flaw, and Raw, and uh, seems to be selling pretty well. I think I just saw yesterday that the Machine Shop in Flint is now sold out, and uh, there's going to be a couple more legs uh, that you're adding to this, right? Yeah, uh, we sold out the Machine Shop as of yesterday. There's about three other venues that are minutes away from doing the same, and uh, the tickets are selling super, super well. Uh, we didn't, you know, we knew that this package would probably be you know, well received, but we, uh, you know, naturally wanted to see if our, uh, theories were true and they are. So, you know, we're already talking about doing a, another leg, hopefully, you know, going down South and dipping around, definitely need to get over to the West coast and through Colorado and stuff. So I think, you know, to get all that done is definitely going to take another leg or two. Uh, we don't want to disappoint any of the fans that have been asking for it. And it's something that, you know, I think is important, you know, especially for the soil fans is that we uh, hit every nook and cranny because it's been a while since we've done that, you know, especially with COVID and, and things like that. Well, it's really interesting to me is that uh, I believe you're, you're going to be doing just uh, only stuff from scars and obviously the union underground only has one album with uh, an education and rebellion. So this tour is, is really, you know, packing out clubs just based off of, uh, one album from uh, from each of you guys, which uh, to me speaks to not only how great those albums are, but also to their legacy and, and relevancy, you know, 20-some-odd years later. It really is uh, remarkable. Oh, thanks. And oddly enough, the uh, the first tour for Soil on Scars and the last two tour for Union Underground on Education in Rebellion was together. It was uh, August and September of 2001. So, uh, it's kind of a coming of full circle, you know, the last, the last tour that they did on that record was with us. The first tour we did on our scars record was with them. So here we are going for, uh, going the whole ring around again. So it's going to be, it's going to be pretty awesome. And I know that, uh, flaw is doing a really big portion of, uh, through the eyes, which was their biggest record and an album that, that came out in that exact same time. And Roz doing a, a bunch of stuff from of one, which was, you know, their most popular album. And even though raw came, you know, kind of what I would say the, uh, the generation after that, you know, they, it was like union underground, soul and flaw were all in the same, uh, year of when all this stuff happened. Flaw came like the year or raw came like the year after that, but it's close enough. Uh, and, uh, they, that of one records a really great record. So I'm looking forward to hearing more songs off that one too. Yeah, I heard you say that uh, in another interview that when this tour was being put together, um, Adima was also invited uh, to take part in this, but they they couldn't due to lack of availability. And then uh, you also mentioned that, you know, a lot of the bands from that time period are, are no longer together. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, is there any band from that time that you would have loved to have on this tour that that is uh, that's not together anymore? Anybody that immediately comes to mind? Oh, I think like a band like Stereo Mud 
if they were still together would have been oh, wow. absolutely awesome to have uh really like that band third strike unfortunately that you know the singers passed away from that band but uh you know there's a lot you know i mean th- this package is more of like all the medium-sized bands so you know i mean naturally would have loved to have like a papa roach or pod or disturbed or something you know leading the helm on something like this but they're you know light years above the four bands on this package so not only did we have to find bands that were you know of the same caliber you know popularity wise and level but we had to find ones that were still together it was, it was pretty tough you know edema was one that you know soil especially were really close personal friends with that came out in that time period and they would have been absolutely you know great to have on the road because we did a lot of touring with them and had a lot of great times with them you know friend you know as friends and stuff like that but uh you know we'll see maybe if one of the other bands can't do another one of the other legs uh an edema call can be made again you know sure. uh there's certainly il nino was it was part of that era too which which was great you know non-point stuff like that so you know we'll see what we'll see what the next one brings definitely you know the anchor bands are union underground and soil for for this concept that me and brian scott came up with so uh love to keep the same package going and just go to different parts but you know schedules and and budgets sometimes don't permit that from happening so we'll see uh maybe it'll change around a little bit well uh trying to uh <clears throat> excuse me skim through a, a few other things here as I, I know we we are running out of time but a couple of things i did want to touch on uh obviously like we said you know you're really focusing on the uh scars album and i i wanted to ask because uh, if i recall that album came out uh it was released on 9 11 correct yeah very very uh, unfortunate time to have a record come out yeah i mean obviously you know we all know that the impact that that had on on the world but what was how much of an impact did it have on on soil as a band and on the initial release of of uh of scars and, and first week sales and all that kind of stuff I was, I mean, it was massive, you know, uh, just to kind of, just to give you a brief little history is, you know, Halo was blowing up on a radio station called WJRR in Orlando, Florida. And that's how the major label bidding war, you know, broke out, which ultimately led us to signing with Clive Davis's J records through BMG. And, uh, we recorded, we had a hit single before the album scars was even recorded you know halo was taken off at radio while we were recording scars so you know we had to move through that as fast as we could and get it out as fast as we could and uh we flew september 10th out to orlando florida to do a uh, record release party at the house of blues in orlando you know to kind of commemorate where it all started uh played a sold out show at the house of blues uh a record store came out. They sold, you know, almost 2,000 hard copies of Scars right there. And then they ran out of, of copies to sell. Uh, we were all pumped. You know, the next day we were waking up and we were flying home to Chicago to play a sold-out show at the Chicago Metro where Soil had broken out of in, in Chicago. And we were in the air when, when the first attack happened. All of a sudden we touched down and the SWAT team's on the ground and the National Guard's on the ground. Nobody's given us any information. Our cell phones are all blocked and jammed. So we had no idea what was going on. Finally, you know, the captain comes on and says what's going on. And we're just like, oh, my gosh. And then the other plane, you know, subsequently hit. So, you know, our sold out Chicago show was canceled. You know, kind of walked back in the door of our houses with our, you know, 
heads hung low and deflated, you know, not only for our country and for, you know, what was happening to it and people that were, you know, dead or, you know, in serious critical condition and stuff, but also for our album. And I remember going to into Target and I walked in there and they literally had probably about 150 copies of Scars across the new release wall. And there was probably two people, including myself and one coworker that decided to show up in Target. So I just like grabbed 10 copies, bought them and just kind of walked out of there like in shame, you know? And it, I mean, it, it really, it really, you know, hurt us. And it was at a time when, you know, everybody wanted to be uplifted after that. So we had to cancel a bunch of dates, you know, after that halo was kind of a, a harder edge song, you know, I will stone you, stone you type thing. And, you know, there are other songs, you know, that were on the radio that were, you know, subsequently harder and a Slayer record came out that day and stuff. And, you know, yeah. bands like Nickelback and POD really, you know, kind of soared and, and blew up over that incident because there was, you know, a live from POD and how you remind me of Nickelback. But, you know, our our album sales kind of suffered until we got onto that Ozzy Rob Zombie tour, you know, and, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I don't want to put our album before uh, national tragedy and, and above anybody's life ever, ever, you know, a life is never worth the cost of a you know platinum selling record but of course uh you just have to look at i mean i look at it as that record was probably set to to the way it was going to probably catapult us into maybe platinum double platinum status very very quickly uh if 9-11 hadn't happened you know and we might have been you know among the ranks of you know your your corns and biscuits and disturbs and or whatever, if that album had come out maybe just a few months earlier. But, you know, it ended up squeaking up to gold over the years, and it went uh, silver in the UK. It's almost gold in the UK now. I mean, it took a long time, but, you know, uh, the the people that did love it and the loyal fan base we had have continued to build and keep that record going. But if, if September 11th happened, you know, a lot of different things, including soil, may have, uh, you know, would have taken a change. What is gold in the UK? Because it's not uh, 500000 like it is over here, right? No, silver in the UK is 60,000, which we reached, and gold in the UK is 100,000. Oh, wow. And we're probably about five or 6,000 away from gold last time I checked in the oh, UK. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, with the way records sell, it's doing about, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 a year. So <laughs> within the next, within the next, hopefully, like, you know, within the next four or five years, we'll have a gold record in the UK. It, it's squeaking its way up there. So if any UK listeners are, are out there please buy it up let's get to, let's get this puppy to gold fast you know uh well real quick i guess as we uh wrap this up what else do you have going on as we get deeper into the year because obviously you uh you co-manage uh, plus you have the the label uh pavement entertainment and and uh you're back to uh, your death metal roots with uh what is it uh, embryonic uh, autopsy uh so a lot going on in your world very busy man these yeah. days uh you know i'll just kind of sum it up you know soil wise is we have a european uh tour that we're doing in august we're, we're confirmed on four of the major festivals over in europe and then we're going to do some headline dates in between that and this morning i literally just signed off on a uh november uk tour with uh some great bands it's going to be a package somewhat of the uh exactly of following the back to the 2000s uh naturally different because it's going to be in the uk 
on different bands are bigger in the UK than they are here and stuff. But uh, it's going to be very similar to that. We're going to announce that, you know, in the coming weeks, as soon as I can get the final artwork done. Uh, I do have a new death metal band called Embryonic Autopsy. Uh, I had a band called Oppressor with me and Adam from Soil uh, back in the day. And I was singing and playing bass. And now, you know, I came back to my roots and I'm singing on that. And we have a new record coming out called Origins of the Deformed on June 14th. We'll be doing dates for that and touring for that. Uh, The band Plush that I co-manage is out with Disturbed and Falling in Reverse right now. Awesome all-female band that me and my label partner, Mark Noara, put together. And uh, we manage that band as well. Uh, They're doing fantastic. And we have the label Pavement Entertainment together as well. So I'm a very busy person these days. But, you know, in the music industry, if you want to stay in it or if you, uh, uh, you know, have any longevity in it you kind of got to spread spread your wings and, and dip into other avenues so i've been very fortunate you know not to have to you know stray outside of the music business but you know i'm staying in it and staying active and helping new bands break and helping you know bands that are still going continue their careers like flaws on my label and i was really happy to bring them out with us on this uh back to the 2000s tour and they have a new record coming out soon they're in the studio right now actually finishing that up so really proud to have them you know as friends and as you know business partners with uh with all they do well and t- that, that's about it for now <laughs> well hey man so many things that uh i wanted to get to that we don't have time for but uh, hopefully i would love to have you back on when we have uh, a little bit more time and can cover uh all sorts of different things but uh thanks for coming on man appreciate it and uh make sure you check out soil on the Back to the 2000s tour, along with uh, the Union Underground, Flaw, and uh, Raw. Absolutely. And, and, you know, pleasure's all mine. Uh, sorry my interview schedule's so tight and all, but, you know, we're we're leaving this week on tour, so we're trying to cram everything in. But I would love to come back and, you know, spend some more time. Maybe we talk a little bit more about Motley Crue and dive more into, you know, some, some other stuff. But thank you so much, and uh, hope to see you at one of the shows. And take care. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.